Thank you, Danielle, Ginger, Mike, Cat, OJ, Devin, Savannah, Pixel Donut, Janelle, Michelle, Diane, Joy, Josh, Shorty, Lauren, Rebecca, Araceli, Kailani Hawaii, Obese J, Katie P, Rory, Kaylee, Bradley, Christelle, Brandon, Shelby TX, Lorraine, and Courtney for producing this week's episode. A big welcome to our newest member, Khalid and to our newest producers, Chris, Heidi, and Lila. Thanks so much for supporting the podcast, guys. It is a huge help. If you're interested in becoming a member of the official Nightmare Society Campfire online, you can find us on patreon.com slash nightmare society. It's a way you can show support for the podcast, or if you're just interested in bonus episodes, early access, and other fun stuff, that's where all of that is. There's a few tiers for you to choose from starting at a dollar a month. Thank you to our contributors for sharing their stories with us tonight. I'm a jellyfish, user Raul9753, and user AuroraXSky. Lastly, don't forget the Nightmare Society podcast can be found anywhere you get your podcast, as well as YouTube. And there's a new episode every Thursday. You can also find us on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio, so head over and give us a follow. And the merch shop is linked in the episode notes as well. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. As some background, I was a CNA for four years, and I've currently been an RN for about two years. Back when I was a CNA, I worked at a local hospital back in my hometown. It was an older hospital and was run by nuns until probably the 90s. Anyway, I was working a night shift and I got floated out to another unit. This unit was a locked dementia unit. It was also the oldest part of the hospital and completely unrenovated since the 50s. It's old and already has a creepy, abandoned hospital vibe. It's me and one LPN for about 12 patients. The LPN gave me a quick rundown on who needed to be turned, changed, and up for breakfast. I went about doing my first rounds on everyone. There was this elderly lady who was still awake at 2am. She's not doing anything but walking the hall saying she can't sleep. We didn't think much of it. The LPN said it was her normal and that she would settle into bed in a little while. Well, around 3am-ish we start hearing the plastic lid of our linen cart slapping up and down like someone was throwing out dirty linen. We stopped and looked at each other and figured it was the elderly lady and went about charting. Well, it happened again, and now we can hear the locked wheels scraping against the floor. I get up to have the elderly lady head back to bed as it was far too early. I leave the nurse's station and turn right down this very dim lit hall. And there's no one. I go to check on every patient, trying to figure out who's awake. Everyone is asleep and in bed, even our little old lady. I went back behind the nurse's station and we hear the same noises. 
Something is messing with the cart. Something me and the LPN cannot see. We check the hall together this time and notice the carts got moved along the wall somewhat. We stared at each other and booked it back to the station. Last rounds and the sun was coming up soon and I made sure we turned the hall lights on at 5.30am and she did the last round with me. As I sure as heck was not going to stumble onto any ghostly nun or something worse. I had another experience in another hospital just as old and creepy at night. In fact, it has gargoyles outside on the building which makes it have a gothic feel even during the day. It's another night shift, but there's me, another CNA, and an LPN. This was a little bit later into the shift, maybe 4 or 5 a.m.-ish, still dark. We were all chatting at the desk when we heard this scraping sounds like a walker being dragged. But it sounds like it's coming from the whole unit. So each of us takes a haul to search, making sure no one had fallen or gotten up without help. Nothing. Everyone is still asleep. We shake it off, saying maybe it was a TV. A couple of minutes pass and we hear this inhuman scream coming from the back hall. It was like an old lady mixed with a cat screaming out in pain. Now, I was not going to go alone for this one. I grabbed the other CNA and arms locked, we walked down the hall. We hear it again, but it sounds further away, but we were walking closer to the sound. We walk into the last patient room, where we had a fairly mobile patient who we thought maybe she had fallen. She's still asleep and the noise is gone. Neither of us were in the mood for this and bunkered down at the station and rounded together the rest of the night. The LPN later told us there's a nurse ghost on the unit who gets mad when people are too loud and will move things around or slam doors. I'm guessing we were too loud chatting at the station and we kept our volume very under control for the remainder of the night and for every night thereafter. This happened a few years ago in my old one-person flat. I had a strange feeling that something wasn't right for a few days. Like I was sure that food in the fridge was less than when I put it back the last time. I found pillows from my couch on the floor. Stuff like that. I lived alone back then. So there wasn't anyone else with access to my flat, or so I thought. Well, one night I woke up around 1 in the morning, sweating, and even though I didn't remember, I was sure I awoke from a nightmare. Since I was drenched in sweat, I decided to take a shower, so I put my phone up in the bathroom for music, turned on the water, and enjoyed my shower. A few minutes in, I heard the door move. I never close it, but it still never moves. I took a look at the shower curtain and saw a shadow against it. And a look at my phone confirmed someone was there, since I could clearly see a reflection in my screen that showed someone standing next to the shower curtain. It took a lot for me not to scream, and to keep acting like I didn't notice anything, 
while silently taking the shower head off and holding and turning the water all the way to hot. I'm still kind of impressed of that quick thinking. Our water got really hot when you cranked it all the way to hot, and a few seconds later steam was raising and the water hurt my feet flowing to the drain. I turned around, ripped the shower curtain open and held the shower head right at the person behind. It was a woman. She screamed in pain. I whacked her in the face with the shower head and jumped out of the shower and ran to the door, taking the key out of the lock and locking it close behind me. A little later, she started to bang on the door, but the door didn't give. Thank God for German quality work. I called the cops and went to the kitchen to get my big kitchen knife just for safety. I felt like my throat was closing up when I saw it missing and realized there's only one place where it could possibly be right now. The police came and arrested the woman, who turned out to have been a former person living in the flat and was evicted for not paying rent. Seems she made a copy of the key and came into the flat when I was at work and sometimes at night. It's possible that what woke me up in the first place was her. And honestly, I don't even want to think about it. Ever since then, I always insist that the locks are changed when I move into a new place. So, I've had quite a few bad experiences with strange people in my house. When I was young, an old man would come banging on our door late at night demanding to see me, causing me to have to hide in the house and not be allowed into my garden alone for years. Or when a man came knocking on our door late at night with a knife because he mistook our house for my neighbors. These experiences all caused me to be very cautious about opening the front door to anyone or even being in the house alone, especially at night. But one evening was definitely the worst. It was around 6 p.m. November 2018. I'm from England, meaning it was already pitch black outside at this time of the year. I had just gotten home from work and was in my room upstairs watching YouTube on my laptop. My mom shouted up to me that she was just going to go pick up my brother from work and would be stopping off at the petrol station on the way back, so she would be gone for a little bit and asked if I wanted to come. I said no and carried on with my video. I heard her close the front door and pull out of the driveway. I was 17 at the time, so being home alone at night was nothing new to me, and I was used to the eerie feeling of it. But after around 10 minutes, I started hearing noises coming from downstairs. At first, I thought nothing of it, and just related it to my cat noisily searching for food in an empty bowl, until I remembered him sitting at the end of my bed. I paused my video and listened more at the sound of banging on the back door. This instantly creeped me out, until it was followed by the sound of keys jangling, and I just thought, oh, mom must have just dropped off my brother before going to the petrol station and he's trying to go outside. So I let the noise continue as I kept watching my video. He can get quite angry sometimes, so the loud banging was nothing out of the ordinary but it just kept carrying on. Banging and the sound of keys jangling, then dropping, then banging again. 
Then the fear really hit me. I don't think that's him. I walked out of my room slowly and sat on the stairs, listening carefully to the noise. It definitely was not him. I'm a very anxious person, and everyone gets those times late at night when they hear noises and immediately think the worst. This was just one of those times I told myself. So I decided to bite the bullet and just walk straight into the kitchen and face whatever was causing the noise. Our kitchen has the door straight into the garden. But as I turned the corner into the kitchen, I heard a loud bang and a clatter of footsteps run away. The cat flap had been ripped off the door and there was plastic from it everywhere. In fear, I still tried to console myself into thinking it could be anything other than people breaking in. I sat back on the stairs and called my mom just to check again that it wasn't my brother home early and just in a bad mood. But then he answered my mom's phone while still in the car. Are you home? I shouted at him. No. Then my voice started to break with terror. Please be serious. Are you home right now? No. What do you want? Even though he said he wasn't, I still begged in my mind that he was just joking to get a scare out of me. But he heard how scared I was and began to worry. I explained to him what happened and he started to scream at me to call the police. He's never been the protective type, but I could tell now he was really worried and told my mom to rush back home straight away. While dialing 999, I tried hard to stay calm. I told them exactly what was happening as I hid back in my room with the door tightly locked. Then I heard talking and banging of the doors downstairs again. They were back. I burst into tears to the dispatcher out of pure fear and sat on the phone for what felt like forever until my mom, brother, and police all pulled up at the same time. Everyone charged through the house to the back door and we instantly saw what they had done. Whoever was trying to break in saw the keys to the back door on the side in the kitchen, took a broom from outside, broke it in half on the door handle, got the broom through the cat flap, knocked the keys off the side and pulled them through the cat flap. Although out of pure luck as they broke the broom in half, they also managed to snap off the door handle, making it impossible to be opened from the outside. Otherwise, they would have gotten in no questions asked, and I would have been sat quietly in my room completely oblivious. It was clear afterward that they had been watching the house for a while, waiting until the exact moment they saw my mom's car pull out of the drive. I'm not sure if they knew I was there alone or not, but I know that after they initially saw me and ran away, they made a choice to come back. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio, and be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're so inclined, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's a huge help. Until next time. Shh,